Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. And we just wanted to drop a little mini episode because we know there's a large elephant in the room that because we are very rooted in the CrossFit world, we started our podcast, if you don't know. We started as Girls Gone Wad. We've done hundreds of episodes about CrossFit, but we rebranded in January and a lot is going on in the CrossFit world, so we just kind of wanted to take some time and address all of the things. But it's not going to be a long episode because things are changing so quickly that we just wanted to kind of say a few things and then call it a day. So if you are a listener and you have no interest in the CrossFit world or what the heck is going on, you please feel free to shut this off and go Or if you're time. just like, I have... Everyone on this planet has more important things to worry more about right now. More important things this, to worry about. Everything going on with CrossFit, it's all connected, yeah. but we don't... Our, our concern about creating this episode is that we right. don't want it to distract from everything else that's going on that's more important and we don't want to just be gossiping about it. We don't want this to just be like an ambulance chaser episode. But we also know that this is an important topic. And so, but we invite you yes. that if, if you have, if you do not have the mental space for one more thing, if you know and recognize and feel in your heart that this is not where the battle will be fought and won, then please turn this episode off and go spend your time doing something else. That's all we're going to talk about in this episode. So you're not missing out on any like fun life updates. No, not at all. No, not at all. But maybe some rage, a little bit of rage. But um, I... I, (laughs) Fun life update. I'm filled with rage. (laughs) Right. That's my life update is Joy is on a mission to just stir up controversy no but if you do want to send us your opinion and I guess your experience of what's been going on you can always email us this is joy and claire at gmail.com and then also we have a contact button on our profile page on instagram it's at joy and claire underscore hit the contact button leave us a voicemail voice memo or email us there directly and would love to hear your thoughts about what has been going on claire do you want to start where do, where should we start where we should we start? Give a recap of what the heck's going on. Let's give a recap. If you are, have decided that you want to just hang in there with us, yeah, bless you. And here we go. So here goes. Um, quick recap. Last week, two, depending on when you listen to this, um, like Friday the June sixth or something, sixth or whatever it was, fifth or sixth. Yeah. Alyssa Royce, who's the owner of the gym formerly Rocket known as Rocket CrossFit. CrossFit, which is now Rocket Community Fitness. Um, who has been very involved with CrossFit HQ and the CrossFit HQ executive leadership, somewhat in an unofficial advisory role with them for quite a while and was brought on into that unofficial advisory role when she helped them navigate their way out of the firestorm they created for themselves around the trans rights stuff that happened several years ago. And I don't want to minimize it by calling it trans rights stuff, but I, I, you guys hopefully understand what I'm talking about and can go back and do a little bit of research because that's not what I want to go into right now. Yeah. It, it was also a mess. So she was sort of brought on unofficially and not brought on. She just was, was regularly consulted, became close personally with a lot of the executive staff at CrossFit. And um, we have had her on the podcast a couple of times. We were introduced to her through our favorite Will Lanier um, at Outwad. Hi, Will. And then also spent a lot of time with her in Whistler when we went to the um, 10-year affiliate reunion in Whistler last September. So so that's the stage for who Alyssa is. Um, Alyssa has a lot of background in using her voice to advocate for different marginalized groups and has been very vocal about trying to increase diverse body representation, um, you know, body type and 
going against like the fat phobia that CrossFit has and all this type of, all that type of stuff. She, and I, again, I don't want to feel like I'm minimizing any of those issues because no, they are really big. And it's just, those huge. are huge podcasts in and of themselves. And, and so I'm and just trying to catch you guys listening up. Us to us should know how important this all is to us. We're not trying to minimize yes. anything. We're just trying to give a really brief recap. Also, because as we're recording this, we're very short on time. So we have to yeah. get this, we have to get this out and we wanted to get it out. We're going to keep talking about this in more detail. I think because I was just thinking about this the other day too, is I'm like, I'm starting to really have a little bit of sad feelings around all these things coming out just because we have spent so much time in this space and it's just really sad. So anyway, continue. Yeah. So Alyssa has been working with CrossFit HQ in an unofficial kind of advisory role for quite a while. And last week she emailed them and basically put them on blast for not supporting for multiple things. I would say the two main ones of which being not supporting the gyms through COVID in any way, shape, or form, and not really even talking about it, and also not making a statement regarding Black Lives Matter, and not saying anything, despite being called on consistently multiple times throughout the week by all corners of their community. And Greg Glassman wrote back to her and basically told, called her crazy and told her he was ashamed of her and more or less completely I mean, invalidated really, everything single thing she said. It was super insulting. Very insulting. It was yeah. so insulting. I, I mean. I don't encourage people to go seek that out because I think it's a horrible thing for someone to say and to read. But if I, I mean, at the same time, like go read it um, mm-hmm. just to kind of see what kind of person we're dealing with here. And all of, and that response along with Alyssa's reaction to it, along with the original email that she sent to him that react, that elicited that response are all on the rocket website. So rocket, yeah. Rocket community fitness or their website. And, and the other thing is, um, I think we may talk to Alyssa at some point, but you know, there's a lot, I'm not even going to get into the, I guess, controversy around some people had criticisms of her letter and whatever. There's 50 million sides to every story. Right. So right. I, and I we actually that. already but, but, have, we're, yeah, there's, we're, we're, we've also, so I feel like I'm just going to put a blanket statement on the rest of this guys. Anything else that we say, we are trying to keep a gigantic, very messy, increasingly disgusting topic into the next we have 13 minutes to finish this because I have a meeting in 13 minutes yeah. <laughs> we're trying to just like get our thoughts trying out, to get this done get you so guys we can, something we can post and it and we're also yeah. trying to put some really clear boundaries around the amount of mental space that we want to give to this topic because yeah. at the end of the day we think that it's all related we know you guys want to talk about it we know that it's affecting you but personally we, yeah. this is not this is not the fight so okay. but 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 I wanted to say like as I wanted to say though really quickly is like the criticism around all of that I'm like at the end of of the day what he mm-hmm. said to her was so abusive and so mm-hmm. rude and so insensitive you can if you have some a disagreement with someone that's just not how you handle it as a leader I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say that okay go so now a couple days later not, not even 36 hours later he posted a very racist tweet um, in response to a tweet that had come out about saying that racism is a public health issue. He's known for being very outspoken in the realm of public health. He made a very racist reply to that tweet. And he basically just wrote back. I'm sure that they at CrossFit HQ didn't know that that was going to happen. And people will argue, was it racist? It doesn't matter. It was wildly insensitive. It was really inappropriate. Mm -hmm. It was all the Mm -hmm. the words. But Think that, again, this is yeah. someone who leads a right. large, one of the largest fitness companies in the world, 
and mm-hmm. that's how you okay yeah can, can I just okay just cut myself off so then we'll just skip summarize the next part to to call it a few days of poorly written and question questionably genuine responses and apologies from CrossFit which then it was so led us, we, again like I'm, and, I'm I'm just gonna assume everybody's read this yeah so I don't want to rehash then, that but it, yeah, it was a lot of stuff where it was like, guys, like people are some some people are in your corner. We're trying to like, we're pulling for you here, and you're just not giving us anything to work with. <laughs> like the stuff, like your your idea of an apology, your idea of like, you know, this is just so. The apology was horrific, and at the end they said the apology was horrific, and at the end they said so. Really, they were basically like, so um, what should we do, guys? Like that's how mm-hmm. I read the apology at the end is they were asking yeah. the community what they should do to change. I'm like, no. Nope. Which like, you know, getting input, there's a difference between getting input from your community yeah. and rega- and like nope. making it your community's responsibility for you. So, well, okay. Ask for ask for feedback from your community once you have a plan and once you right. you've mm-hmm. taken a stand and you don't ask your community for input or how they should handle it because you as leaders should know how to effing handle it. This is mm-hmm. a really important time in the world and you should be stepping up and that's where I feel like I'm just so frustrated. Mhm. So thousands of gyms by this point, I don't know the exact number, have dropped their affiliation with CrossFit. Which I want to say it's like 500. 500,000? No, 500. No, 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 no. It's more than that. Really? It's, the um, last number I read, maybe it's more, but the last number I was really surprised it wasn't more, to be honest. No, the last number I saw was as of two days ago, it was 1,250. Oh, okay. So it's probably, you know, it's got to be 2,000 or more by now. Okay. Because gyms are continuing to de-affiliate. And a lot of gyms did it right away as that tweet came out. And, you know, I think it's tough because so many people, if you're an affiliate owner, you have put your heart and soul and heart your life savings. Heart and soul and your life. Into running an affiliate. You know, owning a CrossFit gym is not a lucrative career. It's very difficult. You work long ass hours. You have to, you know, cobble together, cobble things together. You are often, you know, keep expenses as low as you can because membership is already pretty expensive given like how small the classes have to be. It's really hard to balance out with rent and insurance and everything. Like if you can only have 10 to maybe at most 20 people in the gym in every hour, like you just it's really hard. It's a really hard model to work with to be lucrative. And so, so many gyms, if, you know, being an affiliate owner is a labor of love, 1000%. And there are blind spots for everyone. And, you know, I'm not saying that any affiliate owner or any affiliate is perfect. And again, there's a lot that we need to tackle with racism in CrossFit that we are going to discuss, but owning an affiliate is a labor of love. And so then to just have the leader of your this organization that you have aligned yourself with to just shit all over you and basically give you nothing to work with and, you know, put you in in a position where you're realizing this person that I've looked up to and that I have, you know, basically considered to be like this leader in this space who I owe all of this work to, like, is just an asshole. And is it not just an asshole, but is like really terrible person. And like, 
unaware, so unaware mm-hmm. and so out of touch. It's appalling. And I think that there are a lot of articles that came out. I think Dale, one of his previous lawyers, wrote a really long letter about Greg and kind of saying all the philanthropic things he's done. But I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't mean that he's treated people well and that mm-hmm. he's treated people nicely. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just want to call, kind of call out too that Claire and I have been around him multiple times in our career as the CrossFit podcast, the right, official like he, CrossFit podcast. Like we, we, we've flown on his private jet. Right. And, and that was very exciting for us at that time. I got to tell you, just personally, I did not, I was not surprised that this was blowing up. I've felt it. I've really, from my personal experiences and encounters with CrossFit HQ, it's felt very creepy. It's felt like nobody's a nobody's allowed to disagree with Greg. That I mean, I'm just going off of my gut feeling. So, but everything that's coming out has kind of validated what I've always felt. Was it just felt really gross? It felt really like, am I in a cult? You know, like why is everybody feeling really scared? Why is everybody feeling like yeah. a yes man? Why is everybody just kind of going along with what Greg says? I'm like, oh, it's because he's rich and powerful, and nobody wants to say no to him. Yeah, but and, and, and I think it also was always like well you know like we were invited into this space and so like who know you know like I think totally it's it's all the hall and I I don't want to make excuses for us but it's it's also all the hallmarks of like you know kind of gaslighting and right and I was so excited because I was because you're caught up in all the excitement of it because this is a really big deal and everybody wants to talk to Greg and we were invited and so like that's the piece that I look back and I'm like oh my gosh I, I this does not surprise me and I think even a lot of the affiliates on that zoom call we're recording this on Friday June 12th and I think that there was a zoom call on the 11th with some affiliate leaders or affiliate owners and they did not I, I did not listen to it but I read a lot of the points that were made in the morning chalk up email and a lot of them were kind of saying this is what needs to happen I encourage everybody to go read the morning chalk up um, but Chris Spieler was like this is not new to us this is death by 10,000 cuts that we have been so sick of CrossFit HQ's crap that we've been we're, we're fed up like this was this was the boiling point and I think everybody's having a sense of like gosh why were we going along with something that was really crappy and why didn't we recognize it and why didn't we call it out sooner and my personal perspective is like this does this this goes <laughs> the only way and people can disagree with me where well, I'm going to have people disagree with me but I feel truly the only way that this is going to change you know so I'm kind of jumping ahead but they have put Dave Castro in as the CEO um, because because you know, after all this blew up um, and, and affiliates pulled out, the Greg stepped down as CEO, and now Dave Castro's in as CEO. Well, there's more that's coming out that's just really gnarly. And part of me is like, yeah, you can you can do that, but I don't see any system changing. And to be honest, like. I feel like this is a huge, huge system that is so dysfunctional that unless you just take two years off to really just, I mean, I, I know gym owners, you guys are like, yeah, F you, you don't know what this is like for us. But I'm just saying like, this this can't just lightly keep going. We can't just make excuses. Oh, well, that's not what Greg meant. I'm like, you know what? We've been giving powerful white men the benefit of the doubt. And that's a huge problem. And that is why we're facing this huge systemic racism because this kind of crap is allowed and keeps going and people get benefits of the doubts and I think that's why we just need a huge overhaul and things need to completely change I mean this is not factual at all right now but gosh I gotta believe that the 
the allegations coming out around how Greg treats women. That's really concerning. And I'm going to be right. watching so, that story. But part of me, I just want to finish this is like, but part of me is like, this is this is something where I feel like we just can't go along with like how things kind of have been done by putting Dave in the in the driver's seat. Because guess what? Hey, Dave, if you want to come on and talk to us, I welcome that. But I'm really concerned mm-hmm. that if, if this is all true and all this toxic crap has gone on on HQ for all these years and you've known about it, I have a hard time believing you didn't know about that any of this was going on. Mm-hmm. And now you're and the if CEO, you didn't. and now you want people, and now you want people to, to trust you. And if you didn't, then where have you been? And like you, there's really, no really, out, there's, really, really there's no out of you for this. So, so I think, so we definitely skipped a lot. Um, if you are following along at home and you're like, wait, all of this from a tweet? No, 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 no. So then after the tweet came out, they released a bunch of crappy apologies. And then a BuzzFeed article broke where an affiliate who had been in a call with Greg Glassman leaked a video talking that basically said, I mean, where Greg was just almost incoherently racist and conspiracy theories left and right and just like, and I mean, any, go back and listen to our episodes with him. It's very hard to get this guy to talk in a straight line. And we, and I, I think that that's inherently in and of itself, you know, not an issue with any person. Right. Like if you, you, you know, you think the way you think and you talk the way you talk, but it was very characteristic of that, of just like feeling very all over the place. And um, if you read the, tra- you know, some of the, the comments that they transcribed from that, he sounds, I mean, he's always been, again, like kind of this reputation of this libertarian who, you know, if you don't like it, then F you. And that just, it felt like that to the most extreme level, you know, without him being incoherent. And that came out and, you know, so more and more people continue to disaffiliate, more and more people were like, okay, you know, you can say all you want about a one-off tweet that you posted when you were upset and enraged and you, you know, that you didn't have your your judgment, your judgment was clouded because you were frustrated and upset. But then how do you explain this? And right. then today a video came out of a staff member who had worked at CrossFit HQ, like physically at CrossFit HQ for a really long time, starting in like 2007. So back in the early days. And he had this very long, um, and you know, he had his notes out in front of him. You could tell he'd really. Oh, he did a podcast. So he's a podcaster and yeah. he has a podcast and he did it on YouTube as well. But um, got it. Yeah. We, uh, he did a podcast. He was the pilot for, for Greg. Yeah. He was the pilot as well as had a, several other roles at CrossFit and started just like getting his, you know, I don't know if it was called L1, but just, you know, becoming a trainer in yeah. 2007. And so the podcast so, is called Cleared Hot by Andy Stump. S-T-U-M-P-F is in Frank. And Joy, I'll let you speak to it because I've skimmed it, but I haven't watched the entire thing, but or listened to the entire thing. Um, but it's just every single day more and more is coming out about how incredibly toxic and then beyond toxic, like abusive in multiple different oh, ways. It just makes and, me so sick. It makes me so, so sick. Right. Um, and, and here's the thing is I, you know, I feel a little people could call us irresponsible for putting a podcast out about something we haven't like heard directly from but you know what <laughs> too much information's coming out now that it's really making me think about the Larry Nassar situation and Harvey Weinstein where that until the momentum was there people were afraid to speak out but now the momentum's here that things are starting to come out and people feel not safe I don't I don't think people feel safe but things are starting to come out now where it's like okay now the world is watching maybe I'll be believed and I think that's what really concerns me because this is starting to sound like the same old song and dance 
of men who are in power, who abuse that power and abuse women. And it's so, so disgusting. So I, I you know what? I know we're running out of time here, Claire, and you have to go. So I think what we should do right now is... It's fine. I, I pushed my next meeting back. I okay. have another half hour. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so I think I think what, what would be the responsible thing for me to do is you guys pause what we're pause our episode and go listen to the episode by Andy it's again cleared hot with Andy Stump and the title of the episode is just called full auto Friday round five it's from June 12th 2020 so it sounds to me like he's just as kind of like you know shooting the shit just speaking his mind on on topics and so this is one of the episodes where he does that and he talks all about his time and what he basically says and I'm just going to summarize it briefly is hey I was a part of the problem and I feel horrible that I didn't speak out but here's the thing everyone that was near HQ that maybe left HQ is probably thinking the same thing I didn't speak out and I should have spoken out and here and so now I'm going to speak out and he sat by and watched all of these really horrible things happen that he didn't say anything he made some comments that really stuck me stuck with me and kind of hit me in the gut one of which was you are kind of in the situation where you have golden handcuffs and that basically means like they pay you so well they make it so enticing to be around you're around that power you're around all the glitz and glamour of crossfit everybody wants to be near you that you don't quit crossfit and he's like i was paid really well i was treated really well greg compensated me pretty you know i I, it was a hard thing to walk away where you just can't justify leaving once you're there um, because you won't be paid the same in the public sector and so he's like yeah so that was something that i was you know i was guilty of and he's this is another thing Claire I've said this to you so many times that when he said it I was like oh my god I was right he's like yeah I mean and this shouldn't be news to anybody but he's like yeah everyone at HQ it's yes men it's just a bunch of yes men yeah and we've and talked about that, that I was like oh it's like it, that's yeah. what I've always been feeling like and not even just been feeling but knowing but like knowing like the times firsthand that, oh like the, the times, times we went to yeah the times we went to lunch I can't even tell you where I would like look at the around the table and I was like is anyone gonna like speak for themselves like yeah no well and really even speaking like speaking for themselves it was so bizarre yeah. and like just so that environment that it like just validated for me like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh this is exactly what's been going on but like now I'm just more concerned for the women he mistreated and potentially abused and I just want to say if you're a listener out there that that something like that has happened to you I believe you and I think this is a time where it's going to be really hard for anyone to speak up because they could be raked over the coals and it's not a safe place and we've talked about that before on the podcast especially with um, the Harvey Weinstein trial and talking with Gary and all of that but right the other thing that has stood out to me a lot in last week is we did approach a former CrossFit Games athlete and asked them if they wanted to talk openly about some of this and they said they didn't want to because they were afraid that Greg would come after their business yeah and I'm not going to give a single other detail about that because nope. I don't want that person to nope. you know I no, want them to feel no details, safe but, but but that just I kind mean of the gave fact us that like, that was oh, their that's, initial that's response it was like wow like you this person is has not is not a current games athlete um and so you know in my mind it's like well but you that's know, you're still not, like wow that's still it's really too scary. close Right. Yeah. And they're, they yeah. still feel too close to it that, that they feel like they would be at risk of their personal business being, you know, having them go after it. And I think right. that to me spoke, was so intense to read that and think like, really? Like it's that. And then as soon as all this other stuff has come out, it's like, you know, 
to your point with the yes men, like we've talked about that between ourselves all the time. Like this is weird. You know, you're surrounded by a bunch of people who who agree with you and don't tell you when you're being crazy, and that's problematic. But we but we kind of would always talk about it and like oh ha ha everyone's just yeah we don't talk about crazy. it like just what right we just always kind of passed it off because we didn't have right. enough information but we always like gut felt it and so there's mm-hmm. a part of me that's like Claire why didn't we call it out because I didn't know what I was calling out I just knew it felt mm-hmm. weird and why how mm-hmm. would you call out something that's weird that didn't like directly happen to you but like Whistler was another thing and and mm-hmm. and the reason we've never talked about this is because we just we didn't know we didn't know there was more behind it I just thought well maybe maybe the inner circle is just a very bizarre thing that I will never know because I'm never going to be that close to it. But um, Whistler was a very odd experience. Whistler just felt like a big culty gathering where it was just I mean, so bizarre. I, like, I think the, the affiliates who were there, it was so fun to get to know different yes, affiliates. It was great to but get the, the yes, closer you got to the great. inner circle, the more yes. toxic it felt. And yes. we talked about that while we were there. We talked about that afterwards where we, it was like, wow, that just, and it also very much solidified our, decision to to go distance our from, brand from yeah. CrossFit and yep. I do want to say one thing which I know Joy you're not going to agree with me on this which is that I don't think that we should be expecting every single affiliate to de-affiliate as their first reaction to this oh I agree with that I don't disagree with you I, because I know there's way there's more, more to, to it there's just more to it and that's a personal decision like I yeah I what I'm saying is I hope I hope that affiliates demand way more than what's going on right now and I, I think and that's I think the that, thing yeah it's yeah like, and I think that I'm bothered by gray well I'm sorry um Dave right now oh so I, bothered I'm really bothered that Dave, well, I'm, I'm bothered that Dave, like as of today, Friday the 12th, all he's posting on his stories are gyms that are saying, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And I'm like, what are you, what are you in for? Because at this point they have given you no transparency. You have no plan of what's going to come. You, all you, all you know is Dave's CEO now. What are you buying into? Because Mm -hmm. what you're buying into looks the same to me. And that is a problem. So I don't, I mean, look, that's a personal decision. I don't think every gym should just jump ship, but I, I kind of appreciate the ones that have because that is just, here's, here's my quick stance on that. The people that have taken a stand and said like, heck no, I'm not into this anymore. This is ridiculous. I'm out. I feel that is more of where we should be going right now Mm -hmm. because it's a statement against the system. It's a statement against the white men in power that are abusing power and that are not hiring people of color and putting effort into creating diversity as a whole for your business. So I feel like that to me, especially now with the murder of George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and protests and like the state of the world right now, to me, the the affiliates that have been like, no, we're not going to stand for this. I'm not, is a statement to support the black community and to me that feels Mm -hmm. really really important right now and I'm not saying gyms that aren't look I don't know your financial situation I don't under you know I'm not saying that you're all of a sudden a racist if you can't de-affiliate but Mm -hmm. but what I am saying is the ones who were able to quickly make that decision I feel like is more of a statement of like look we've we now's the time too to say black people we see you we hear you we support you yeah and I think it is just more complicated and I think you know people we definitely have been hearing from people who are 
dealing with a range of reactions from their gyms. And I think what I don't think is acceptable is your gym either defending what's happening or not saying anything. Or rationalizing it or just yeah. saying, oh, and Greg so I th- didn't mean that. If, if they're saying right. Greg didn't mean it that way, really need you to question that because I think that is the what whole I, problem right. of, our so- of our society, keeping white men safe and just giving them that pass. Nope. Sorry. Yeah. And I think the gym that I'm at has decided to not deaffiliate. And they have been across a gym for over 10 years. They Their entire staff are also seminar staff and or almost all of our staff are also seminar staff or are also employed by CrossFit HQ in some way, shape or form. You know, so it's not for them. It wasn't just like, oh, let's pull our affiliation. It was like, this is our entire life. It has been our entire life. It has been our entire, they have, it's their family business. They have two kids. Like it's not pulling your affiliation has other consequences. You know, like you're at the very, very basic level. It's not complicated, but it will make the running of your gym a little bit more expensive and through the insurance specifically. And for some people, you know, and there are other things as well. I'm not saying that it's impossible. Obviously it's not. Thousands of gyms are doing it. I'm not saying it's prohibitively difficult if that's really what you want to do. I'm not making excuses for gyms who are using, you know, who are again, not addressing it. I think if your gym is failing to address it at all, or if they are reacting in a way that's like, no, we support Greg no matter what, that's problematic. But problem. I think, you know, one of the things that when our the gym that I go to, then the, the owners finally, like not finally, when they wrote, wrote about it, they were coming at it from a place of, you know, if, if everyone jumps ship, then really nothing is going to change. Like at what point can we, you know, say that we took responsibility for this? And th- these are not their words. I'm paraphrasing. But, you know, I think they're looking at it from the standpoint of if we every single person, change. we want to help create change. We want to be there to be the ones who are putting pressure on them because obviously if left to their own devices, they're just going to continue to do the, sh- the same shit under a different name. And, you know, who, who are they going to listen to if all of the big names and if all of the trusted affiliates jump ship instantly? Right. And, you know, who knows if that tactic is going to work? I hope that six months from now, if everything still looks the same, then they can look back at it and say, hey, we tried as hard as we could. We still don't think that, right. this, you know, we clearly nothing's going to change. I think that the answer, and this is a personal decision if you want to stay at a CrossFit gym right now. A couple of things to consider. For the majority of gyms, if you have paid your affiliate fee in the last like 364 days, then de-affiliating is largely symbolic. It is, which it's an important symbolic move, but that money for the year has already been spent and you're probably not going to get any of it back. So it's not like, oh, you know, if the next time I pay my gym membership, that money is immediately going to CrossFit HQ. Most likely it's not. And I would encourage you to open that dialogue with your gym and maybe ask them, hey, when is your affiliation back up? You know, can we maybe create a plan to try to make some changes between now and then if you don't feel like you can, you know, support? And the affiliate fee is three grand a year. So in the scheme of operational budgets for a CrossFit gym, it's very, it's pretty, it's a small line item. Um, And I'm just saying that to mean that like, if you personally are like, well, you know, I pay 150, 200 bucks a month for this membership and I don't Mm -hmm. feel good about that money going into Greg Glassman's pocket. Like chances are that for 2020 that, or for the last calendar year, that money has already been spent. Again, I'm not saying that it's not important symbolically to pull your deaffiliation, but it's for the majority of gyms, it's largely symbolic to do that today. I think the other thing that's really important to think about and to take into account is your gym ownership's willingness to engage in conversation and to be open and to have a plan and say, okay, this is our plan. You know, we want to hear from our members. We want to have the a two-way lane of communication here. And you know, we have heard from people who were 
really discouraged from speaking out and really discouraged from asking questions. And that's a huge red, red flag. You know, like you're right now as a society, we're in a time where open and honest and difficult conversations are the norm. And so if your gym is shying away from that, then that's really problematic. And I just would encourage you to ask yourself also as an athlete, do you feel empowered in your commun- in that community to maybe come up with some ideas and put them forth to, mm-hmm. you know, become a part of the solution? And what would that look like for you? And what would that look like for your community? And I'm going to stay with my gym for now. You know, like personally, I feel like they do have a plan to move forward. I feel like they are thinking about this from the right standpoint or, you know, from a positive standpoint. And again, three or six months from now, if nothing has changed, I will continue to push them on that and make potentially make another decision. Um, yeah, and I think this is this is another situation where I think it may be a marathon, not a sprint. But I also mm-hmm. think that I think what the people who have just jump ship don't have faith in the leadership to change. And I think that's Which I think fair. is valid. I yeah. think it's totally valid. And then I also respect the people that may be like, look, I have tons of money invested into this I don't want to just jump ship so so it's different experiences and I really recognize that but I think that if your gym isn't even addressing it at all then I think that that's a problem and I would not Mm. want to go to a gym like that because then we're just settling for the same thing and quite frankly now is not the time in our world to settle for the things to settle for things just not changing. I mean, this is a huge representation, I think, of a greater movement as well of saying we are just not going to stand for this crap and we're not going to stand for someone who mistreats people, whether it's a woman, whether it's a person of color, whether it's whatever the case, ageism. I feel like that is just, we're making a statement, we're taking a stand with that we aren't going to put up with this anymore. Right. So I, I really want to hear from listeners too. Oh, and maybe if you've had an, a personal experience, you can leave us a voicemail or even just like if we can hop on a Zoom call, like I'd love to keep this conversation because look, at the end of the day, I, I had to kind of really be honest with myself. I was really, really angry last week and I have, I still have a lot of feelings around this. And part of me just wanted to let it go. Like you're not in that world anymore, let it go. And I'm like, but actually I dedicated so much time to that world. I have a lot of friends in that world. I still have a CrossFit gym that I may go back to at some point. I still have a lot of friends in the world. I have like, it's a, it was a huge part of my identity so 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 ingrained into my identity that I can't just all of a sudden flip the switch and I think that that is something else that we're all kind of grappling with is how do we make peace with something that we loved so much that really grew that we grew as a person because of it and really whether it be esteem or self-confidence or just even your career (laughs) I mean people made a career out of it that I feel like on so many levels people are struggling and so if you want to talk about this I'd love to kind of sit down I, I don't want to make this a a CrossFit podcast again, but at the same time, we started in those roots. And so I just want to honor everyone's feelings around it. And, you know, you don't have to, look, we've said it a million times. No one has, we don't all have to agree, but I think just having a conversation might bring some healing at a really difficult time. So with that, so with that, we're going to just pause the, we're going to pause it for now because this will be an ongoing conversation, I guarantee. So again, time stamping the episode, it's June 12th. It's Friday. Things will probably change by the time I publish this episode, but we just wanted to get some initial thoughts because a lot is going on. So would love to hear from you. Email us. This is Joy and Claire at gmail.com or hit the contact button on our Instagram profile page, which, which is at Joy and Claire underscore. Please send us all of your thoughts, feelings, and frustrations, um, disagreements 
agreements, everything. We want to hear from you. And thank you guys so much for listening.